Episode 54, Day One Lifestyle and Friends, the podcast, the Brian Erlacher episode. Muff, are you alive today? Shoot, barely. I'm back though. You know, lit like back, no pun intended. Was having some crazy back spasms the last episode. It was going for a few days. But I can talk a little bit better. Hopefully, y'all can hear that too. And I feel way better. How you feeling today? I know you was a little bit under the weather too. I'm feeling good, man. Hopefully my voice sounds a little better too, just like you. I will say, Muff, you look like you was going through an interrogation or something last week. <laughs> you look very serious, but I can tell you're in pain. Hate seeing you like that. Like I said, they didn't see all the preparation that went into last week, man. Our first week back in a long time. So that was good to get back on the mic. And uh, nah, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. Episode 54. Back for another fun-filled episode. And before we get into it, man, you know, we definitely want to thank everybody for tuning in because we've been going at it for, what, almost two and a half, three years now? Yeah, two and a half. But it's episode half. 54, man. Again, if you didn't get episode 54, <laughs> I think they if you don't know where to follow us at, <laughs> it is Day, the number one lifestyle. You can follow that on Twitter, Instagram. You can follow my dog, Garrett, A1 <laughs> since day one. At Fabs F A B S three zero four, you can follow me at the Muffin Man three two, and get up with us. You know, let us know a topic that you want to hear. Let us know who you want to see. Let us know what. Let, let let just let us know something. Do you like us? Do you not like us? Give us a good rating. Give us a bad rating. Either way, it helps us improve and helps us continue to grow and provide you the best content possible. That's all I can say about this one. 100% Muff. We appreciate everyone, good and bad feedback. Everything helps as we continue to try to, to keep this podcast going, which, I mean, we're, we're going to keep it going regardless of how many people listen, but it's nice to have people chime in and us be able to, to do stuff with everyone that's listening. Muff, it is that time of the year, though. It's beanie season officially for me. I will have a beanie on from now until the end of April. Burr! The talk right now for me is the way that you wear your beanie. I know you you come at me for how I wear my toboggan or beanie, whatever you want to call it. But guess what, Muff? There's so many different ways to wear it. And I wear them in plenty of different ways. It depends how cold it is. It depends what the use is for. Definitely, definitely, definitely versatile. You can wear it a multitude of ways. You know, you can wear it, um, you know, rolled up a little bit on the top of your ears just to kind of complement your outfit if you're really out there in the trenches when it's really really cold and the snow is falling you got it all the way down just past your neck if you're trying to rob somebody <laughs> hey i'm not playing then <laughs> <laughs> you can get this ski mask on play, I'm come playing, on playing. man but there's so many ways but one way i would never wear it is the way gary v wears it he looks like he's trying to sneak <laughs> a pack of skittles and some sour patch into the movie theaters what is going on? 
pull, pull up the picture of Gary Vee right here. That's crazy. What is he doing, bro? Bro, like really? He could literally fit like a squirrel, like a little chipmunk or something in the back there, a pet, sneaking it in anywhere. Definitely could fit anything. He probably has a couple two by fours back there trying to go to a construction site, helping somebody out. That is one way I will not wear a beanie. But you know what? Then again, I, I got to get on myself. I remember, and I don't know why my mom purchased this for me for Christmas. I just had to have it. You remember on Elf, the, the, the son on Elf, he had the brim that that comes out on oh, the side. Oh, the beanie with the brim. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. that was awful trend. No, I was a victim of one of those back in the day. I was a victim. I ain't going to lie to you. And I thought it was cool, but then it was like, yo, I look like one of the... Like when the crack is on the corner trying to change my tire. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, bro. Every one of them got it. I'm tripping. Where did that come from? And whose idea was that? Like, we're going to make a hat out of a toboggan? Like, no, that, was, that wasn't the best idea. That trend, for some reason, when I was 9, 10, 11. It's probably the same person that made the oh, sports. I just, needed, I, just, I just had to have it back then, love. And I, I'm glad I can't find any photos with me wearing that because that, that could slowly die. Yeah, they need to just expeditiously get rid of those. But like you said, Muff, it, the thing with me for beanies is if, if you really need a haircut or you wake up, you know, late like I do a lot of times, even if you get to jump in the shower real quick, you throw it on real quick. You don't have to worry about nothing. People don't see people don't see your hair. And I see you. I know you just got the haircut. I, I know. Everyone everyone knows. I see you. Uh, I know. You see what I'm doing out here? Hey, call Paulie. I'm trying. Hey, look, I'm lit right now, boy. I just levitated out of there. But, Muff, you know what I'm saying, though, because if it's cold, then you can bring it on your ears. If not, like you said, you can have a little more fashionable up above the ears. If not, like you said, it could be rolled up or it could be down. You can yeah. wear it anyway. Just don't wear it like Gary V. Just That's don't be. I can't say don't be Gary V. Just don't be Gary V's beanie. That's 100%. That's it. That's the only support thing. that message. Really, really. Muff, I wanted to share this story with you from Twitter. So this person on Twitter, at Michael Reeves 8 he decided to use his followers to get new furniture for his new crib. So every 15 minutes, people could submit an Amazon leak for under $25, and a bot would purchase that if it was the most popular submission. I'm guessing it, somehow he had it where it was going off likes. Now, he didn't put out the video yet with the final stuff that he bought, but I did find... The things that had the most likes from what I saw. So let me let me just go down a little bit and share it with you. Twenty one hundred live mealworms. That's that's what organically Ugh. grown by Bass Hat that's Cricket. A, that's right? some really and, and that twisted and sadistic followers that you have that don't want to send you twenty one hundred mealworms unless you're really into fishing. You know how people are, Muff. When people see this stuff on the internet, it doesn't even have to be your followers. I don't even think this kid had that many followers. But when true. the internet and Twitter gets wind of something, it's over for you. And this kid probably didn't think that through. But then again, he could be parlaying his YouTube channel into something bigger. I got to look. He might be a YouTube star. I don't know. But he definitely was smart about it, actually. 25 bucks, you can I cap mean, it. It could have been worse, though. It could have been crickets. It could have been cockroaches. Could have been tarantulas. It could have been way worse. It's still bad, though. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. To be honest. Uh, number two wasn't as bad. Uh, a Shrek toilet rug. So, I mean, just basically where you're putting your feet at. And it had the Shrek, a, a, a nice rug for your toilet, I guess. So, when you're taking a, a shit, you can look down and see Shrek. Yeah, donkey. Not bad. Uh, number three, Nicolas Cage face pillows. Hopefully, you don't get pink eye with that. Number four, the Clapper uh, 
clap on, clap off lights. That's pretty genius, actually. That's honestly very honorable, and I like that. If you got the clappers, holler at me. Talk about the lights. Talk about the lights. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the lights. Hey, who man's with this? Maybe. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm back out. I'm back out again. Number five. What's the things like, you know, like the t- Liberty Tax? You know, they have the people out there with the signs and all that. Picture that. I can't think what they're called. It's like the car washes and, and, and the, the people are going crazy and it looks like it's all windy. You yeah, know what I'm talking about? I don't know if they really have. They probably have an official name. They have to have an official name. Like the inflatable, the, crazy like the flimsy the people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So five That's honestly very things. cool. I haven't seen that in anybody's. What? All right. So is that going in his apartment or is that like going to be outside? I think you know? it's going to be outside. Yeah, I think it's going to be outside. It's got to so. be outside, right? I mean, I would it's, hope it's gotta so. It's got to be. Unless you get one that's more so like... It, well, I wouldn't even. I couldn't even picture one being inside. Like, imagine waking up 3 in the morning and just thinking somebody's in your house. And it's just that inflatable person. It has to go outside. You'd have to have huge ceilings. And I don't think this kid's got huge ceilings. So those are definitely going outside. So it's not going to go in the room, but... It's nice to have for for outside the crib, I guess. Well, I mean, they got they make mini horses. They could probably make these mini inflatable people. Hey, when, whenever I see the YouTube link, I will happily share it on our Twitter, our Instagram, all that good stuff, so you guys can see what we're talking about. Like I said, he said he's coming out with it, so I want to see what he actually did get. Hopefully, he stuck by what he said and he got the things that were given the most likes. Those are what I saw. There might be other ones, but those are the ones that, that mainly that I saw with the thousands of likes. So. Let's see if he gets those five purchases. Muff, a little bit of sports talk. I was dying last week. Last week was our first episode back in a minute. And w- and literally while we're recording, you know, playoff baseball is going on. And I said, Muff, who are you going to take this year in the World Series? Who's going to win it all? And who did he take? He took the Los Angeles Dodgers, who ended up losing that same night we recorded. The and you know we're not going to record it back. We're not We're not going to do no extra cut and all that. We, we. I'm trying to get the episodes out as it is. So you know we're not going to do any extra cutting. So we were not going to go back. He had to live on that hill of picking the Los Angeles Dodgers. And it's up. crazy because they was up. But it, but my man Clayton Kershaw, who I really had faith in, but they, they talking about he's the uh, the James Harden of of uh, playoff baseball. That's crazy. That came in, gave up back-to-back off of three pitches. I mean, it is what it is. But it's kind of cool because I, I haven't seen the Nats in the championship. Really, actually, I don't think ever that I've ever seen in my in my natural life. Maybe in my past life I might have seen them, but not in my natural life. And that's actually going to really bring us to a really good point later on for some food topics here. But I think I think it's still going to be a really good uh, World Series. And um, yeah, man, I stand by that pick. I still thought the Dodgers had a really good team. If they got past that round, I think they'd still be in good position. But of course, they ain't making, so we ain't talking about them. No, no more. Look at you with the food topics today, man. I'm proud of you for that. But nah, DC, man. I mean, the Redskins. I'm not even gonna go in on the Redskins, but I mean, the Wizard, the Wizard. Well, I can't even say the Wizards. The Capitals. I want to say Capitals had a, you know, been great for the last few years, and now that the Nationals are there, so. People in the DMV can have something to cheer on. It's, I mean, Muff, to, to be real with you, like you said, the Kershaw thing, that, they say that about Harden. They were comparing him. I thought that was kind of funny. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, the good pitching really set it off for the Nationals. The Nationals have been incredible. Same way they've been able to sweep the Cardinals. The pitching was dominant. And then, you know, some great play by some young guys there. I mean, the, the back-to-back home runs, that was insane. That's why it was just funny to see you down the hill of picking the Dodgers, man. 
Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You you make it and you stand on it. You stand just like you stand on that bump and you throw the pitch. Whether they hit it or not, you just throw that pitch. You should know where it's going, but unfortunately, it went the other the other direction. So, you know. Let's move on to a little bit of football talk, more of the NFL. Last week, we kind of dibbled and dabbled into it. We caught a little flack for it, but I'm, I'm going to get into it and really just ask the question. Okay, we're looking at 2016 and 2017 NFL drafts, okay? Mm-hmm. There's quite a few quarterbacks that were actually drafted, but I'm just I'm just going to go with some of the best, in my opinion, from each one. And I just want to know, what NFL quarterback are you starting to franchise with? Pick one right now, 2016 draft. Dak Prescott, 2016, Carson Wentz, Patrick Mahomes, 2017, of course, and then Deshaun Watson, 2017. A, B, C, D, who are you taking here? Um, honestly, I'm going with C. I like Pat Mahomes, even though he's injured right now. I think yeah, get that, healthy. I think that he's um, his ceiling may be a little bit higher than the others. I feel like Dak, he's had opportunities but then again, he's also on like one of the worst teams in America, which is the Cowboys. And like, I'm not really sorry for that statement because Cowboys fans know how Cowboys are. You hate Cowboys. And Cowboys fans, fans know how Cowboys fans are. Just really one of the, one of the worst fan Democrats. But outside outside of Tavon Austin, because we like Tavon Austin, we do. We do. But outside of that, you know, Cowboys is just not that great. But that may be just a little bit of hater in me. But no, I'm going with um with my homes. Just because I, I, he's got a great arm, he's got a, a good QB IQ. Um, he's he's mobile in the pocket. He can scramble. He can create plays with his legs. He can extend plays with his legs, and, and you know still still keep his eyes upfield. So that's why I like Mahomes. Um, and also, I mean, if I had to go with a second one, I'm probably going to Sean Watson. You know, I feel like it'd be crazy for me not to go with you and pick Mahomes, but. Me being a little bit of a Houston guy, I mean, I, I, the Steelers are my squad, but with my sister living down there and stuff, I like to follow Houston as a, you know, backup squad to root for, I guess you would say. And seeing him play all through college, I'm going with Deshaun Watson, honestly. I like the way that he plays. As you said with Mahomes, his IQ is very good. He's mobile in the pocket. If I'm starting a team right now and I'm picking someone, it'd be hard to go against Mahomes, but I'm taking Deshaun Watson, man. I I, I saw him win titles in college, and I think, I think he's very – capable of doing that in the pros as you see if he has a line on him same thing muff 2018 2019 draft pick one quarterback that you're going to start your random franchise with a baker mayfield cleveland b lamar jackson both from 2018 draft or this year's draft shout out to bev's guy our guy bev man he said how are you guys going to even say that danny dimes is a good quarterback but I'm throwing him in Shout there. Shout out to Milk State. Shout I, out to Milk State. I'm, I'm getting him in there, baby. C, Danny Dimes, Danny Jones, man, Giants, or D, Kyler Murray, Cardinals. You know, I picked last, so I'm going to let you go first because I don't want to take the best first one, but you you probably know who I'm going with, but I'm going to let you go first on this one. Yeah, I know you're going to take Danny Dimes, but for me, I tell you what, man, and I, and I just talked to some Cleveland Browns fans about this, about Baker. They think Baker's going to click. They think he's going to be all right. I'm going to take a wild card pick here, and maybe my Steeler bias is shown here, but I'm going to take Kyler Murray. And every only reason I'm doing that is because it's year one for him, and I just think with Cl- with Cliff Kingsbury and, and the Cardinals, I think they'll get better. I think they'll get better, and I think Kyler Murray could really be something if he stays healthy. So I'm going to go on 
a different side here, and I'm taking Kyler Murray. Nah, uh, you know who I'm going with Lamar Jack, man. L Jack. I know you were. I Danny gotta Dimes. go. I Come gotta on. go with my dog, man. Come on, Danny Dimes, dude. Come on. Come on, like, look, man. I just like Lamar Jack. Like, he's he's a competitor. He's he's gonna go out there. He's gonna give you his all. What I really like from matter of fact, especially this this game that just happened this past week, kick kicked it off. Opposing team ran it right back. What happened? He comes out, runs a couple plays, makes a couple passes, answers. He has the answer for it, and then they went up. I just like how he can he can change his arm slot, you know. And, and I feel like now a lot of QBs they they've they've learned to do that. They can change their arm slot to kind of throw passes in between defenders. He can run, um, and it's, it's almost similar to the Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's got a really good arm. Um, he can scramble to to run and create plays himself, or he can extend the play. And I think you know he he's just hard nosed. He can stay in the middle of the field and take a hit, or he can you know run into the outside. And if he needs to at the end of the game, you know extend the play, get out of bounds, stop the clock, get back in, and then. Keep it going. I just, I just like his his play style. I'm surprised you didn't take Danny Dimes, man. But I, I'll let you live with it. We'll, uh, we'll put that on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Chime in, let us know what you think. I'd love to hear who you guys would take in both those aspects as far as the 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Let us know, and we'll get back to you. Let's get back to this bum-ass Cowboys, man. The, this the Cowboys starter pick. Not man. even, the, not even the Cowboys. The fans, they the worst. Come on now. Don't like the him. jean shorts, the the Jordan 13s, though we'll get into the Super Bowl this year. Get you can get on me all you Terrible want for the Steelers, moves. man. But but come on, the Cowboys lost to the Jets. Out of all teams, the Jets. Cowboys might as well be the Knicks. Essentially. Honestly, like just just get rid of that organization. <clears throat> I want to see if the Cowboys can can make something happen this year. This is a big year for Prescott. Zeke just got his his money. Will Prescott get his? We're, we're going to find out. Is Jason Garrett still going to be a coach? I love seeing them because they play right at the prime time. I know they got a lot of fans. But, man, when they fail, it, I can't lie. It's kind of it's kind of fun to watch them lose, man. It's just funny because they really think they about to do something every game, every, every year. <laughs> it's just like, bro, give it up. Like, when are y'all really going to really just let reality set in? It's y'all just not that team. Now, Muff, uh, <laughs> on a serious note, got to shout out the former Bucks and Falcons running back, Warwick Dunn. Uh, Florida State Seminole, too, I believe. But he helped a single mother in Florida get a fully furnished home through Habitat for Humanity. And I have heard about Warwick Dunn doing a lot of community work and all that good stuff. But I was unaware that how much, just how much stuff that he's been doing to impact this is his 173rd home that Dunn has worked on for a family in need. Got to give a round of applause for that, man. That is that is crazy. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Like a lot of, I feel like more of the positive things you don't always see, and I feel like these are the ones that really impact people's lives. So I commend them for that. And you know, even though he's he's been in the spotlight, sometimes it's nice to seek it. And if, if that's what you crave, is that attention. For being able to help someone, you know, more power to you. But just doing it just to do it, I think there's more power in that. And it's more inspirational when, you know, someone else is just like, oh, this is what this guy's doing. Let me tell his story. And then, you know, it's it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's more, a little bit more genuine. But 
just to be able to just to be in the position number one to be able to change someone's life is amazing because not a lot of people have that opportunity and I know a lot of people want to be able to help someone so to be able to number one grind yourself get into that position and be able to do it is amazing nothing short of amazing Muff I think we do but at the same time I, I think it's always hard to, to base that and judge that if you don't have that type of money you know, worked on had a great career. I don't know how much money he's made, but I know he made a, a good amount of, of money in the pros. But mm-hmm. if you really think about that, it's easy for us to say, you know, if I had that money, I, I would I would try to do stuff like that, or I would give back and stuff. And I would hope, and I, I think me and you both would. I don't know about I don't know if we could ever do that much. I mean, that's that is tremendous what he did. But I'm just saying, I, I think it's easy for people to say that, like, oh, if I if I was a professional athlete or if I had a lot of money. And that's someone that's putting his money where you know where it matters, and he doesn't have to do that. So to me, like I said, 173, man, that's that's just crazy, and that's awesome to hear. Like you said, you don't get to hear those stories all the time, and it's refreshing to hear that. With you know just everything else you hear on the news is is bad. I mean, I mean, news is news. You got to hear it, but I'm just saying for the most part, it's negative. So to hear that was was pretty cool. And like I said, I just wanted to share that with everyone because I thought that was that was an awesome thing. Yeah, facts. I feel like I feel like a lot of people, you know, when you, when you don't necessarily have something, and then you get you come into a lot of money, like lottery winners, for example, a lot of them go broke within a year or two years because they haven't had anything. So now they're like, okay, well, I now I got money to spend on this that I don't actually need. But it's like if you can if you can really just focus in and just hone in on your talent, whatever it may be, and or maybe you just get lucky. And you're able to just help out, just help out, whether it be small or little. It doesn't got to be as, you know, this scale. You know, maybe he had a little bit more opportunities and maybe he wasn't, you know, helping out as as much with his current family as it is. But, I mean, that ain't, that ain't up for me to decide. I'm just I'm just talking. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of people, um, they get into, like, if I had this, I'd be doing this. But you don't really know. You don't got you it. You don't know. You don't. You just don't and, know. You never know until you know. And if we're done, want to do one half, like one, one of the, like one thing, and then that's it. That's like that's his money. You know. That's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. insane. That 173 is just an incredible number. And like I said, man, shout out to him one more time. Thanks. Round of applause for him. <laughs> let's let's get back though to the NFL. One last thing, if I had to say. On a negative note, the, the officiating man's been terrible, and I'm, I'd never like to complain about refs because I know it's a tough job. I used to ref little basketball as first, second grader, the lot, and you had parents wanting to fight, and I'm like, dude, relax. It's a first and second grader game. They, they, like, you look like a clown basically right now, you know. But uh, let's 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 be real. The the NFL officials they make they make a lot of money, um, and I saw something the other day that was like, hey, you know, it'd be funny if NFL officials after a game had at least do a press conference so then people would know because we don't we don't know who's officiating the games like that like yeah they might say their name once but like we don't know who they are what they do all that so like i think that would be an interesting idea if we went up there so then after the game you could say hey why why, why did you call that why did you call that twice hands to the face when he didn't even put his hands on his face mm-hmm. i think putting them in the spotlight a little more would be would be an interesting idea i don't think they'll do it but i think that would that would help amend some things I think it definitely would too, because then it's gonna hold them more accountable. Because then, you know, if you're if you're a little bit biased, and you might know that you're biased, you're gonna have the answer to that later. Just like the players have the answer to it. Y'all both are on the field. Y'all are both in control of the game. Um, I don't know. I think it would be good. I think it would be bad. 
because you know you, you take away that human factor but at the same time it's like these are actual jobs you know it's like if you go to a bank and someone gets your money wrong it's like okay well i made a mistake there's nothing really we can't change we can't replay that well no you're gonna make sure you get my money right or if you go to a freaking restaurant you got to make it right it's a job at the end of the day so you got to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing but i don't know put that pressure on them like i said i know i know it's tough yeah i know it's tough like, I'm not saying that. Like I said, being or be, refing before at a much smaller level, but I'm just like you said, you just gotta be accountable and stuff. And uh, I think I think that may help. Yeah, I mean it's 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 high high speed with the the world's best athletes. They're juking, they're jiving, they're cutting. Like it's hard to make these calls, like you said. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to be the best of the best as well. So at the end of the day, you gotta be accountable. But that's. But I feel like. Let that's, me ask you something. NFL ref or NBA ref? So let's say NFL ref. Whether you're calling holdings, uh, I mean, just in general, compared to NBA, worrying about fouls and stuff. What? Who do you think has a tougher job? I mean, it's really, really tough because they're both so high speed. I feel like some days it might be NBA, but I'm gonna say overall, I would say NFL, just because I feel like the field of play is so much larger. And you have, you have to cover, I feel like, more ground. Whereas, like, NBA, everything is more a little compact. But I feel like the, the NFL is like, okay, you got to watch for number one false starts. You got to watch for holdings. You got to watch for, you know, hands. Um, and I feel like it's so, it's such a gray line as far as, like, you know, like, per, like uh, well, not personal contact, uh, pass interference and those types of things and, and hits to the head. It's so high speed and such like it's like such a violent sport that it's harder to judge. That's just me though. Yeah, you're crazy for that. I think NBA would be tougher just because. I mean, then again, in the NFL, there's probably a, a, a penalty on every play. But at least in the NFL, you got people watching the line. You got people watching the, the receivers. You know what I mean? It's not like you're a two man crew of me and you, and we're trying to watch the whole game. Like you got people just focusing. So that's why I think the NBA is, is tougher because that is also true. the thing about the NBA is it's like in basketball in general, if you let people get away with some hand checking or if you get people, that's how games get out of hand because if you're not letting calls go at first and then you want to get all tight, then everyone's like, but wait, you weren't calling those earlier, you know, but now that that, that the game's out of place a little bit, you're trying to get it back in your, in your arms reach. Where I feel like with the NFL, I, there might be some makeup calls, but I think in basketball it's more uh, relevant that that you see the makeup call. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with basketball and, and say that it's a little tougher. But like I said, overall it's a tough job. But come on, man, you gotta we we gotta we gotta get these calls better, man. In the, in the NFL, and like I said, maybe maybe they have some press conferences. That'd be that'd be fun for us, so we could kind of hear from them and see what they think. But uh, besides that, Muff, NBA, man, like I said, it's starting up soon. My Clippers, did you see the San Andreas? I mean, they look like the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas uh, numeral font, I guess you would say. Yeah, I, I like I like that jersey. Um, the font fonts are really everything, but I liked it. I liked how that script looked, especially with just the black and white. Like, it's, it's so clean. I'm seeing a lot of retros coming back for certain games this year. A lot of teams are wearing, like, 10 to 15 games out of the season, which, I mean – Nostalgic way, man. We love that. So the Utah Jazz, I mean, their rollout looks sick. Uh, Houston's got some some old – I mean, almost everyone. Brooklyn's doing a different jersey. I like it. And you know they like it because that means they can make some more money off selling some some old stuff coming back, man. Last thing, I know I touched on this before in an in a old episode, but 
I noticed it in the preseason. I caught one preseason game the other day. It was the Celtics. And, you know, some college players, they don't transition well into the NBA. You got your Tyler Hansberger Worlds. Uh, you know, other people that are really good college players, they don't transition. That happens. But the other time, I see some guys muffing. I'm like, dude, I know they're going to they're gonna be all right in the NBA because you could just tell they're just a hooper. And Carson Edwards, for me, no matter how short he is, Buckets. that's what he reminds me of from Purdue. He balled out all through March Madness last year. He went in the other day for the Celtics and in five minutes hit eight threes. Squap, 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 squap. Big buckets. Endless, man. Big He's someone I'm, I'm excited to watch this year, Muff. I'm excited to see him get in for the Celtics this year. I think you might have called that way, way earlier. And, like, it might have been one of the episode 40s that you had called that. I might have. But what I'm saying is it's not nothing new. Like I said, if you watch college basketball and not just the yeah. last, you, you could see that. Like, there's certain yeah. guys that they have that gamer mentality and – and, and they get it done on the court, and that's him. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm excited to see Boston too, because Taka, man, he's already becoming a fan favorite. When he went in the game, and I, know I month, called that too. I called. I did. know I did. Your your Florida roots, man. Nah, no, don't even pin me with no Florida roots. I was just down there for a bit, but I'm gonna be back down there for another bit. But I, I just know, like, bro, if you're damn near eight foot tall, you better be able to do something. But I just seen what he was doing, like. You know, I was able to watch him play a couple of games. Like, bro, you're dominant. It's hard. To, it's hard to get around that. No matter if you're blocking a shot or if you're altering it, you are a game changer just being in the game. Hey, isn't that awful though? Like, growing up, you see anybody tall, anyone over like six two, six three. It's like, hey, that guy probably plays basketball, man. <laughs> like, yep. no matter what, no matter what, white, black, anything. Like, it's like, if anyone's tall. It's like they probably play basketball, and then you find out like some people they don't play, and like it's they're trash, and it's like come on, like just because I'm tall. Yeah, it's terrible. But, but muff. Uh, other NCAA, a little bit of NCAA basketball. Our Mountaineers. If you don't know me and Muff, we say this all the time. I'm sorry, but we're two WVU Mountaineer alum. Bleed and that. Of course, that's our squad. Bobby Hugs. You know that's 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 the guy. Um, WVU is projected to be number five in the Big Twelve this year in the preseason poll to me i'm okay with that i mean we finished strong in the tournament but you know the season didn't go planned at all i mean we looked we looked very bad at times so i mean to me five out of ten i'll take it and i know by the end of the year we're gonna be up there in the top three i, I really believe that yeah i think we got a solid squad and any squad behind bobby huggins is always going to be you know competitive hard-nosed and i think we got a lot of good returning talent a lot of uh, a lot of players that got some good experience last year so I think we're definitely going to finish above five, but to to be preseason number five is really really good, especially with um, you know two preseason all preseason excuse me all Big Twelve honors. Yeah, Oscar. I guess that's a new award that they're going to be trying to give this year. It's the best newcomer, and that's uh, that's what they have for right now preseason. That's Oscar, and then uh, Derek Culver was uh, preseason honorable mention, which I think he could slide up to like a second team or something like that. So mm-hmm. we'll see about that. I, I do got to point out, Muff, I was messing with uh, Wale the other day. He was on Instagram Live, and uh, he just like, what's up, what's up? I, all I said was, uh, feel like Bobby Huggins. And he goes, wait, feel like Bobby Huggins? And he starts rapping it more, and he's like, wait, how does this guy, how do you know this? He was in the airport. And I'm like, dude, you, he must have been fried because he put it on his Instagram story. Like, he put it online. And and I'm like, but he, but he, it's the it's the song we played last week, mm. and I'm like, dude, come on, we got to get that out, cause I'm trying I'm trying hard. I want I want to get that in the preview video, get get that to our our guy Big Daddy Mariner that helps with the visuals on that. So I'm hoping he he can he can put that out, 
And uh, I know he just gave us an album, which we plan on talking about here in a couple minutes. But uh, yeah, so so hopefully that gets out. But no, I'm so I'm so looking forward for basketball season, man. And and you know we we haven't even talked any college football, but like I said, to me only a few teams matter. Our Mountaineers right now, injuries, man. It's gonna be it's kind of rough right now. I don't even want to talk about it, but I'm excited for hoops, muff. I'm excited. Big facts, big facts. Jumping through the hoops. Let's talk. Let's talk your favorite segment, though, man. Food. Mark Julian and Luhu Pukini received the Guinness certificate this week, declaring their avocado the world's heaviest at 5.6 pounds, 9.6 ounces. They applied for the recognition in December, and they got it. That's one big avocado. But muff, are avocados over or underrated? That avocado is is prime for a fall taco Tuesday. You see that? A lot you of guac. You see that pun guac. I just put in there? <laughs> Nobody caught that. I got bars. But, yeah, that's a lot of guac, though. Honestly, avocados, they're not overrated, but they don't need to be on everything. Um, I would pretty much just limit my avocado consumption to guacamole um, and tacos for some some tacos, not all of them. Um, yeah, man. That's, that's what I think. Paper straws. We're, we're getting it. Get rid of it. Just drink out the cup, please. Don't even continue on that subject. Paper straws are trash. They're trash. <laughs> They're disgusting. Why would you ever come up with a paper straw? It's the environment, man. That's what they're saying. You might as well come up with paper forks, paper spoons. People be littering so much all the time, but we're worried about paper straws. Come on. Get out of here. That's the least of our worries, G. That's the least of That's them. That's what I'm saying. Get rid of them. If you... If, Give me a plastic straw. Let's recycle the plastic, or let's just drink out the actual cup. We don't even need straws. That's what I'm just saying. Just drink out the cup. cup. I yeah. think we need to no move problem. Drink out the cup. No Come on, man. No let's we get don't need rid straws. of it. We don't need straws. Because y'all number and y'all chopping down more trees to make these straws. Like, come on, bro. Make it make sense for me. It's gotta make sense. So, so something else that people's been debating on muff is. The, the Webster Dictionary is actually getting into it. So, fun grammar fact. It's really just desserts. I guess a lot of people were trying to say just desserts is spelled D-E-S-S-E-R-T-S. And it's actually just desserts. D-E-S-E-R-T-S. I don't know why. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure. But that's just what... The- you know, I actually learned this. In, it was in second grade when we started learning all 50 states. And this is how I always remember it. This is how I always remember it. So if anybody ever forgets how to spell desserts and deserts, here's how you can remember, right? Deserts has one S, right? Desserts, this is how you know desserts has two S's. When you get dessert, you want more. So you want an extra S in there. That's literally how I remember. You're not listening. I literally never forgot this. You want more dessert, so you get two S's in your word. Desserts. You're not listening to me. They're saying the Webster Dictionary, and the Webster Dictionary does mm-hmm. not lie. They're saying when you say just in front of it, it's actually mm-hmm. D-E-S-E-R-T-S. It's not two S's. No, that's just deserts. I'm telling you, that's that, that's what the dictionary is saying. I don't care who the hell Merriam-Webster think they is. Desserts is spelled D-E-S-S-E-R-T-S. That's what Miss... Uh, and look, if I would have remembered her name right now, she'd be so proud of me. Well, try to remember her name so you can give her a proper shout out on here instead of telling me 
You're trying Dad, to think about names. It wasn't Miss Greer. That was third grade. I'm sure all the podcast listeners are on the, the edge of their seat right now. They can't wait to hear you rattle off all your element, elementary teacher names, man. I could go on. Miss Hickerson, fifth grade. Save it. Save it. Save it. I'm going to go, 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 go another one, bro. I got all of them. I'm going to remember it. I'm, look, I'm going to go back to my yearbooks. We'll get it. You know what we forgot last week? I hope you didn't forget this week. Recipe of the week, man. Do you got something for us this week? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, this one, this one I have not personally made myself, but I, I can guarantee you, just because I be in that kitchen whipping, I will eventually make it. But if anybody knows how to make this before I do, please let me know, because I definitely would love to have it. These are white chocolate snickerdoodles. So, like, these are regular snickerdoodles, but it's supposed to have chocolate chips in them. The so portion regular, pretty much. Go ahead. Go the portion. I'm kind of ad libbing this. The portion that I do know, you got to have like a cup of butter, um, one and a half cups of granulated sugar. Um, you want to have like two eggs, uh, two large eggs at that. Um, some vanilla in there, about like a teaspoon. And for y'all who is out here, probably get me on these measurements. I don't bake. I just cook. I whip up stuff. Baking, I know you got to be more precise. So if anybody can correct me on this before I go ahead and make this recipe on myself on my own let me know um two and a half cups of like all-purpose flour uh probably some cinnamon which i think you're gonna use actually in the uh what you roll the dough in and you need some salt probably like a half teaspoon of salt because that's gonna bring out like the real like sugar the taste in your cookie um you need some white chocolate chips i'd say probably like one bag or a half bag but then basically, you know, the oven's going to 350. You're going to cream the butter, put the sugar together with the eggs and the vanilla. Um, you're going to whisk the flour, the baking soda, cinnamon, and salt. You're going to add the dry ingredients to the wet mix, stirring them chocolate chips. Um, then you kind of form the dough into like one inch balls or however big you want your chip, your, not your what? chips, your cookies to be. Roll it in cinnamon sugar, bake it for like 9 to 12 minutes, 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah, a little shaky. Bro, I'm telling you, I haven't made week. it before. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm putting that disclaimer out there yet. But I will come back, and I'm going to come back with a real recipe on this one. Um, then you throw in the chocolate chips, I think, in that mix, where you can top them later. You'll let them cool, um, and boom, you got you some snickerdoodle cookies with white chocolate chips in them. I- I'm going to shoot you some bail just because it's first week back, first day out. But it's bacon, bro. I'm telling you, it's a different animal. It's way different animal. You're right. See, I, I grew up with sisters, though, so they had the little bake oven thing, and, and you know, you could learn a lot from that. I was on that stove like Gucci. Let, let's let's talk a little music. Speaking of Gucci, man, is Rihanna? Is that album coming? I, I feel like I haven't heard nothing from Rihanna in a long time, man. From what I had saw, she she talking about dropping an album of pictures. Not no album of music, so y'all can keep waiting on that. Y'all ain't never getting no music from Rihanna again. She doesn't need to. I mean, that she's making all that money off her makeup and the Fenty and all that stuff. Robin Fenty. She doesn't, she doesn't need it. I think she will, though. I think she will. I think she's due for an album. I just um, know something she new, lilacs. <laughs> something new that we're going to do this week, we're going to try doing it every week, is pick out a couple albums, four albums or, or songs, then we're going to grade them A to F. It can be A minus, D minus, D plus, whatever you want to grade them. Um, first one month, we kind of talked about a little bit Wale. Wow, that's crazy. The album. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll, I'll rate it first. I'm gonna say 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B plus. B plus. Okay. For me, it's honestly to be determined because I, I do really enjoy Wale, and I feel like I have to. I have to more so sit down with this one. Uh, but the one song I did check out. Sit down with it. Yeah, said. not really. I'm gonna probably sit down uh, with a glass of Moscato or. Uh, whatever it may be, but I, I listened to Routine because it had Meek, it had Rick Ross in it, and I'm still in that. I'm in that like energy mode right now. I'm just I need more energy, so I listened to it. I really liked it. I can already see that we're gonna have to throw this uh, this topic out out the window for us rating oh, now. Here but... we go. Here we go. I mean, listen, we'll just keep going. We'll keep going. No, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you that, Muff, that you, the funny thing that you like that that song that was actually my least favorite song on this album. But that's because it's it's more. He's definitely going through some stuff. Definitely with the female uh, R and B type of album, but a lot of not just slow songs. I mean, there's there's some really uh, upbeat like good songs, but that feature felt really random. First time I listened to it, second time, I thought it was the worst song on it. The more I listened to it, the more I like it, and it does kind of remind you of, like the MMG cuts that they that they've done. Yeah, I mean that's the first one I listened to, so that's the only one I'm judging it off of. I think based off the album, it's going to be more so something deep, like you said. But like I said, I want to listen to the whole thing first before I give the whole thing a critical judgment. You know what? Let me bump that because Wale's my guy. A minus. A minus for G this week. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. It might be. But I'm going A minus. Great great album by Wale. I don't care what the projections of the record sales say. That was a great album. But say no more. Let's go to Baby. Album's called Kirk. Um, I, I'm... I'm going C plus. Me personally, I'm going C minus. He come out the gate talking real, cra- like not crazy. You know what I mean? He, intro he was good. Me. Intro was really good, I thought. Intro was good. And I like the visual on that. Not That's where I can give him his props, his visuals. But it's like after the first four songs that I heard, five songs, just like, bro, it's like the same song, but just different Repetitive. beat. Now, granted, the bars is there. The bars is there. That's that's nothing to take away. The bars is there. The visuals is there. But it's like me listening to this joint because I actually had a chance to listen to it. It's like, bro, I'm listening to the same song on a different beat over and over. And outside so, of that, outside of that, you can't have something like that and come out with a quote that's talking about you got the creativity of Kanye West, the consistency of Lil Wayne, and the versatility of Drake because it's just not true. Like, bro, can you sing? So if you can't sing, you don't have the versatility of Drake. And then two, you don't have as many flows as Lil Wayne, so you don't like. Well, that 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 goes on versatility, but like I don't know. Yeah. And the creativity of Kanye West, brain. I'm not listening to him right now, but like I can say, like he does some off the wall types of things. His visuals are good, but it's not like something where I'm like, yo, I gotta. This looks like a movie to me. It just looks like a really good music video. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. He's he's exaggerating there for sure. And I the reason I gave it a C plus though, honestly, my for me, I mean, you know, I thought the first, the intro was good. I thought their uh, bop was pretty good. But like you said, after the first five songs, I just felt like I, I've I heard enough. And but to me, the reason I gave it a C plus was not for myself necessarily, but because of the mainstream music that we that we hear. And I'm comparing it to other mainstream hip hop songs that we're hearing. And uh, I'm okay with this over a lot of other uh, of the younger cats that you hear right now, you know, if that yeah. makes sense to you. No, that does make a lot of sense. Like he's, he's actually talking and not auto-tuning everything. Like, I kinda and some like, of those like features, that. yeah, I, I just I, I just think that, you know, after all those features, the Shook song, I mean, I, I think he, he, 
he deserved that as far as get, getting the C plus. That's why I went to C plus. It's not really for me, but again, like I said, those first few songs, I know why I could, I could see why people like them. But like you said, it did feel repetitive. But shout out to him on uh, on uh, on getting some nice album sales. Also, uh, now we're gonna go two songs. Highest in the room by Travis Scott. I'm going I'm going B plus here, man. It's Travis song that is I feel like to the core Travis fans. I thought that was a great song. I thought that was better than a lot of songs on his previous album to me. I thought that was a great song. Highest in the room. Yeah, unpopular opinion. Uh, I'm really not that big of a Travis Scott fan. Like, it's not too many songs I like from him. Um, but there definitely are some songs that I, like, will repeat hundreds of times. And this is honestly one of them. Um, I'm going to give this one a... Between a B and a B plus... It's not as good as stargazing for me, um, just because I like that, just the spacey, the airiness, but I also like the kind of spacey airiness at this one. Um, what I really love is the visual, like the, the video was really crazy on this. I think that the visuals were, it really just captures your attention. It's almost like a mixture of like some sci-fi type of movie mixed with like Alice in Wonderland type of like, trippy vibes i can't really explain it you just have to watch it to kind of understand what i'm trying to say yeah i gotta check that out yeah the video is awesome but i mean honestly i'm probably gonna listen to this song over and over and over and over again i'm giving this i'm gonna honestly i said a b but i'm gonna give it a b plus at least okay okay next we got Ten Thousand hours by dan and shay featuring the beebs justin bieber what are you giving this uh this one going b minus it's not good as justin bieber and ed sheeran's i don't care and that's going to be the standard for any Justin Bieber feature that I listen to. That was an A+. So this one, 10,000 Hours is a B-. I like the video on this one as well. I got to check out these videos. Kind of hit you in the feels. Um, sorry, I had a burp there. Kind of hit you in the feels. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was kind of vibey. It's a good song. It's definitely a good song. It's definitely no. It's definitely not a C or below. It's a B- for me. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. Like I said, it's definitely a hit. It's a radio song. Because of that, I'll give it a B. But, you know, it, it, it's in that range. BC-ish. Give it for what it's take. I'm feeling good today, so I'll give it a B. Yep. On another note, have you happened to see The Joker yet? Have not seen The Joker, but that might be something I got to go check out this weekend. Maybe take my little sister go. I feel that. Yeah, I'm just intrigued by it because a lot of people are saying it's like a 9 or 10 or it's a 2. And I feel like it might just be in the middle. Just, I don't think it's terrible. I honestly don't think any superhero movie is trash. It's really depending on what your style is. I haven't really come across too many superhero movies and villain movies that I don't like. I think this is something I'm going to like. So I'm going in with kind of just a level head. But I think I, I like the Joker's character. Um, honestly, I think I'm going to love this movie just because I just like how he gets down. This is crazy. It's been a minute since I've been able to go to the movie theater, so I wouldn't mind trying to catch the Joker also this week. So hopefully I can get a chance to do that also. I've been catching up a little bit on some Hulu stuff. I usually try to have it on the background. I, I tend to stick with Workaholics or The Office or things like that, but I have caught this new Wu-Tang um, show that's on Hulu. I'm really enjoying that right now. Muff, is there anything that you've been watching on that, that you enjoy? Now, one show I have been watching lately is Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. 
um, the little, the rap. It's like the it's like the rap American Idol. It's got like Cardi. You would. Ti. No <laughs> lie, I've been watching that joint, dog. I matter. I'm talking about watching. I just started like yesterday, but I'm like four episodes in. I like it. I'm gonna check it out, man. I'll check it out for you. So don't let me down. I hope it's it's decent. But uh. We're nearing the hour mark. I feel like it's been a pretty good episode, a decent episode from us. So, you know, we'll be back next week. Please, please, as always, subscribe, leave a comment, tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Let us know who you want to see on next. Muff, is there anything that you want to say before we get off here? Ain't too much. Just keep on doing your thing. And if your thing ain't doing it, then you better start doing something else. Cut. KTG. <laughs>